27. What's your name? The tall man asked. They were driving along the gravel road, and the trees had started to thin out. The sky was still overcast, and the windshield was beaded in rain. The car was crawling slowly. The man had one arm over the wheel and was sitting sideways in his seat, facing Laura. He was so tall that his head was tilted to fit under the roof. His glasses made him look like a big insect. His long, thin frame was still hidden beneath his big coat. His other hand was lying between them in the seat. He was running the tips of his fingers along the seam in Laura's jeans. Laura watched the hand as it tried to discreetly touch her. My name's Tracy, Laura said. The man nodded. I like that, he said. Tracy. That must be Italian, right? Laura rolled her eyes. I don't know, she said. Maybe. The man coughed out a single laugh. It was uncomfortably loud. Don't you want to know my name? he asked. No, she replied. Okay, he said. I get it. That's fine. We can just keep it to business. The man leaned closer to her and whispered. You know, you're a lot ruder than the others, and that's saying something. Laura turned and looked at him, repelling her leg back from his hand. What others? she asked. The man shook his head and smiled, glancing out over the empty road, then back at her. He gave her entire body a slow, once over. Laura squirmed uncomfortably. That's really funny, the man said. You can play dumb all you want. It doesn't bother me none. It might get you something extra, in fact, if you keep it up. Something real nice. He lifted his hand from the seat and grabbed Laura's hair, rolling a few locks in his fingers. He smelled them and let go, running his knuckles along the side of her arm. You know, you're a lot older than the others, too. And not as done up, either. She pushed his hand off of her and cringed. Is that a fact? she asked. Yes, in fact, it is, the man said. Fact is, most of the girls I pick up in the woods come up to my car and don't make me walk halfway out into the woods, caking up my shoes with mud to get them. But you must have missed that lesson. But it's all right. I can forgive you. He brushed the hair off her forehead with the back of his hand. I can forgive a face like this, he said. You got a good face, and that's rare. Most of you girls don't even have teeth. Let me see your teeth. He grabbed at Laura's jaw like she was a dog, his palm wrapped over her neck 
and his fingers clamped around either side of her mouth, prying it open. Be a good little girl and show daddy your teeth. Laura closed her eyes and opened her mouth, allowing the man's eyes to drift to the back of her throat where her tonsils quivered. Very good, he said, growing aroused. Very, very good, only missing a few. Laura had a hard grip on the gun behind her and was waiting for a bump in the road to decide her next move. The man still held her by the jaw. His fingernails dug into her skin. He pulled her close to his face and whispered. I liked the smell of your shit back there, he said. I liked it a lot. Laura coughed and let out a whimper, imagining the moment she would strike. How much further, she asked in a high-pitched, whiny voice. How much further till we get to the hotel? The man let go of her face and smelled his palm, licking at it and then shoving it under his belt into his pants. Keep talking, he said. You want it, don't you? When do we get to the hotel, she moaned. I want it bad. The man began to gasp as his hand worked vigorously inside his pants, his arm over the wheel trembling, his hat nearly falling off his head. Oh God, he shouted. Oh God, just another little bit. Just over that next hill if you can wait. But I'm not sure if I can. He clenched his teeth and pushed his glasses up the bridge of his nose. Sweat was all over his face. He jerked the hand out of his pants. It was smeared with semen and he licked at his fingers and then began wiping them in Laura's hair. God damn, he said with a cough. God damn if I ever came that fast. You got the magic words. I hope I saved enough for the hotel. Laura brushed his hand away gently. She had her eyes on the road and was watching as the car crept up another rise trees. Where did you say it was? she asked. It's not too far, is it? It's just up the road, he said. You sure are in a hurry to get there, aren't you? Laura squeezed the handle of the gun, pulling it slowly out from behind her. Yeah, she said. I get real excited. The man laughed at her remark with his deep and troubling voice. It bubbled up from inside him like thick, suffocating water. It made Laura's face hot and her eyes hurt. Laura whipped the gun out and swung full on, smashing the butt end of the handle into the man's teeth. His mouth exploded with blood and muffled screams. She reeled back and hit him again in the mouth, over and over until his jaw had dislocated and his chin was torn from the nose to neck like the crotch end of a butchered turkey. There was blood coming from his eyes as he hissed gargles of gore and broken bone. The car dropped to an idle roll and the man slunk back in his seat, limp and coated in blood. 
He spasmed and his shoulders twitched. The gun had torn off most of his face, but the glasses still remained over his eyes. He couldn't seem to lift his hands and his legs anxiously wiggled below the steering wheel. He was dying. Laura struck him a few more times and his movements stopped. She pulled the blood-soaked gun out from inside his face and held it in her lap, reaching with her other hand and pulling off the man's sunglasses. Two large black eyes stared back at her. Her own reflection floated in them. The eyes were inhuman and too large for his face. She poked his shoulder with the barrel, but he didn't move. She couldn't be too sure if he was dead. The eyes seemed to still be watching her and waiting. She looked back out onto the road. It rose up above the top of the windshield. The light of day was pouring through the clouds and the rain glowed white on the branches of the trees. She unlocked her door and pulled the handle and the man lunged at her and shrieked. His hands clawed at her face and his torn apart mouth spurted blood. Laura fell onto the floor of her seat. Now he was on top of her, with both hands pulling at her hair. His big black eyes were burning. The open wound in his jaw and neck smeared across her face as his toothless mouth tried to bite her. She pushed him off her with a knee and held him just far enough back to steady the gun between his eyes and fire once. The man's head burst into bits and sprayed blood and bone with an echoing bang. Laura's ears were still ringing as she kicked open her door and crawled out of the car and up the road, holding the gun in one hand and the man's glasses in the other.